0: Almost 100 miles southwest of Cairo, in the western desert of Egypt, a dry wind sweeps through a valley. There's a dirty white truck driving across the valley floor. It kicks up a plume of dust behind it. A paleontologist in khaki pants and a loose button-down shirt gets out of the car. He looks around at the landscape surrounding him. It's an area with magnificent Saharan scenes. The desert wind has warped the land into unusual shapes. Mushroom-like mounds with smooth, sandy stems. Spongy-looking sand boulders on the valley floor. Sweeping dunes that jet out of the plateau like sphinxes. Millions of years ago, this was ocean. And today, if you sweep away the first layers of sand in the valley something incredible starts to appear. Just inches under the sand are hundreds of whale fossils. I'm Sarah Wyman, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we walk through the remnants of an ancient sea, and we watch as one of the major stories of evolution unfolds in front of us. Wadi al-Hitan, The Valley of the Whales. What makes this valley and the bones it contains so remarkable? After this.
1: If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
2: I can speak a little bit about uh, the first time I went there.
0: Mohamed Sameh has been working in Bari Al-Hitan since 2000. And the first time he set foot in the Valley of the Whales, he was a park ranger.
2: We were seven young park rangers, and uh, we're supposed to be uh, take care about uh, managing the protected area.
0: Mohammed and six other park rangers had been sent to take care of the area and to protect the fossils from unauthorized collectors who came to steal bones. Paleontologists have been digging in the valley for more than 100 years. They discovered the first whale fossil there in 1902. But the teams who came to dig were not Egyptian. In fact, according to Mohammed, no one in Egypt had the right specialty to study whale fossils. Vertebrate paleontology. As he walked around Wadi Al-Hattan, Mohammed was stunned by what he saw. It was a park ranger's paradise.
2: I, I, I usually call it a paradise because uh, mountains, sand dunes, and fossils in the same area.
0: He could see fossilized mangrove roots and clam burrows embedded in the valley walls. The ground was littered with nummulites, these flat, disc-shaped fossils. The fossils in the valley created a sort of time lapse. And as Mohammed walked through the valley, he could imagine what it would have looked like millions of years ago when it was underwater.
2: Now you are diving without using divers tools. Now you, are, you can see all the fauna that lived in, in this sea, coral reefs, but you see fossilized coral reefs. Sharks, you see fossilized shark teeth. Whales, you see fossilized whales.
0: This water was teeming with life. Crocodiles, turtles, fish, sharks. The evidence is still there, all around you as you walk through the valley. Wadi al-Hitan contains an unusually high number of fossils, all in the same area. And that alone would have been enough to make the valley interesting to paleontologists. But there's something else which makes it important on a global scale. Among all these bones, all these plants and animals, are the fossils of many different types of whales that stretch back millions of years. And the story scientists have been able to reconstruct using these whale bones is both groundbreaking and
2: surprising. Why whales came to this area? And why we found all these fossils in Wadi Hitan? Because it's a, a perfect area for whales to come to breeding.
0: The small hills, the walls of the valley, created a shelter for the whales and the fish. Protected from currents in the open ocean, they could feed, rest,
2: and breed. It seems it was a cycle of life. Uh, One species of the whales came to uh, have their babies, another came to hunt it. So it started to be a way of life. For millions
0: of years, whales lived and died here. And as their gigantic corpses fell to the bottom of the valley, they were covered by silt. Their tissues decayed. And under layers of sediment and pressure, the whale skeletons began to turn into rock. Minerals replaced their bones. Meanwhile, over millions of years, the surrounding climate changed and the ocean retreated. The whale bones remained buried just below the valley floor. The desert was completely arid. There was no groundwater or rain to damage the fossils paleontologists are still finding new fossils in Wadi al-Hitan, even though they've been digging in the valley for more than a century and have uncovered more than 100 whale fossils alone. The fossils are not the oldest ones in the world, but they're remarkably well-preserved, down to the contents of the whales' stomachs. And because these whale fossils document such a vast period of time, they provide a rare opportunity for paleontologists. They tell an evolutionary story, providing clues to help solve one of the great mysteries about the whale. For a long time, no one was sure who the whale's earliest ancestor was, or how it had evolved. Because even though whales live in the ocean, even though they swim, whales are not like fish. For one thing, they're mammals— but skeletally speaking, they also move through the water differently, by pumping their tails up and down instead of swishing them side to side. Their bone structure is different from sharks. And so it seemed unlikely that whales and fish were descended from the same ancestor. But then, where did whales come from?
2: Well,
0: in 1985, a team of archaeologists working on a whale fossil in Bari al-Hitan uncovered something very unusual.
2: They found the first bone of the leg, the hind limb.
0: A hind limb. The whale had legs. And it was amazing at that time. This animal lived in water. And besides the legs, it looked pretty whale-like. It swam like a whale. It had a big tail. And its legs, they weren't strong enough to bear weight anymore. But they were still there and that was enough to connect the whale to an ancestor a couple steps higher up on the evolutionary ladder. It's funny to try to imagine what a whale with legs would look like walking around on land. Um, It must have looked pretty different than what I'm imagining.
2: Yes, it's completely different. They look like a wolf with a big (laughs) nose.
0: This discovery connected the whale fossil in Wadi al-Hitan to other fossils, older ones, that paleontologists had dug up in other parts of the world. But until now, no one had known that those fossils and the whale belonged to the same evolutionary tree. The legs on the whale fossil in Wadi al-Hitan were the missing link. The key to unlocking that before whales lived in the sea, they walked on land. Back in 2000, Mohammed started working at Wadi al Hitan as a park ranger. But the Valley of the Whales has a way of turning anyone who goes there into a wannabe paleontologist.
2: I remember what uh, my colleague said the first day I was there. I was like, wow, what's a magnificent area. What I should do? So he said it that this belongs to you now. Do whatever you want. So, OK, why not? So we we'll start to to make plans and make dreams. That's why I found Wadi hitan inspired me to be another person.
0: Mohamed studied to become one of the first Egyptians to earn a degree in vertebrate paleontology. He's now the designated manager of Wadi al-Hitan, and he's worked on around 30 different excavations in the valley. He was part of a team which, in 2019, discovered yet another link between the whale and its earliest ancestor. But one of his proudest accomplishments is fulfilling the dream he and his fellow park rangers had the first time they visited the valley as they looked around at the rock formations and the fossils.
2: I, I, I had a dream. Me and my colleagues over there, we uh, we have a such beautiful place and it deserves all the world know about it. In a way, it uh, looked like people get amazing from what they saw in the uh, pharaoh's uh, c- civilization and when they saw pyramids, and I want the, them to see that what is is something. Egypt is not started with uh, ancient Egyptian. No, it started before that uh, by millions of years. Now we, we give the people uh, what was in, in Egypt during uh, 40 million years ago. So it was uh, a good opportunity to uh, to tell the world that we have uh, more culture, more than uh, ancient Egyptian, Not only uh, pyramids and uh, sphinx, we have something more uh, old than that. In
0: 2005, thanks in part to Mohammed's advocacy, UNESCO declared Wadi al-Haytan a World Heritage Site. There's now a museum on site where you can learn more about the natural ecology of the valley, how its climate changed over time, and read the evolutionary story the ocean left in its wake. You can also follow walking paths through the valley and enjoy the open-air museum, including an almost 70-foot-long whale fossil spread out in the desert sand. This podcast is a production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. Our production team includes
1: Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka,
0: Camille Stanley, Tracy Samuelson,
1: John Delore, Peter Clowney, Manolo Morales, Dylan Therese.
0: Our technical director is
1: Casey Holford.
0: This episode was sound designed by Chris Naka and mixed by
1: Luce Fleming.
0: Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Sarah Wyman. Thanks for listening. Witness Docs from Stitcher.
1: The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside,